but yay, I'm so excited to be back with another episode for y'all this week. And this one is a huge game changer for me in my business. It's something I've used for years. And it's a tool that you can use every single day in your business. And I cannot wait to share more about it. So for those of you guys who are looking for more specific tips on how you can work your business off social media, get excited for today's episode. But regardless, if you are an entrepreneur, you are likely feeling overwhelmed with all of the things that you need to do in a given day. And this tool that we're going to talk about is going to be one of the things that will help you get focused on the most impactful action items that you need to take in your business each and every day. And the good news is it doesn't take doing a ton of things and it doesn't necessarily have to take a lot of time. It's more just focusing these action items in certain key areas in your business that will allow you to go to sleep at night and feel like you've done exactly what you needed to do that day for your business. So who's excited to learn more? Hi, friend. Welcome to the Scale Without Social podcast. Are you looking to build a long-term passive income stream without having to become an online influencer? Are you searching for ways to stay focused and spend your time wisely? I'm Heather, an entrepreneur for nearly half my life. My passion is helping entrepreneurs create simple systems and use time-tested strategies to take their business to the next level. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you break down those big goals and grow your business debt-free without having to sell your soul to social. In each episode, you'll have clear action steps and homework to hold you accountable to taking that next step towards your dreams. Are you ready to dream big, gain clarity, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook and let's dive in. Hey friends. Okay, let's dive in to today's episode. So I'm curious, do you ever feel overwhelmed or do you feel like you go to bed at night just like you don't know what you did all day? You feel like you did some things, but you don't know if they contributed to anything productive in your business and you still have a to-do list a mile long that you feel like you need to accomplish in your business. Well, today I am going to be sharing a tip that I learned from some of my awesome coaches from the Habit Finder group, Paul Blanchard and Alex McMillan. And it is going to be a game changer for your business if you haven't heard of it or if you haven't used it before. So it's called the Quadrant Journal. We also, on our team, we call it the DMO or Daily Method of Operation, which is a term you've probably heard before, but this is something that has worked well, not just for me, But for my team in my network marketing business, but this is something that will work in your business no matter what type of entrepreneur you are or what type of business you're building. This is something that you can use every single day to get clear on the actions that are going to move your business forward in four key areas. Okay, so these four key areas are customer acquisition, team acquisition, customer support and team support. And essentially, if you work your business in each of these four areas every single day, even just doing one to two small things in each group, your business will have momentum and forward movement that can carry you 
to a place of profitability and will allow you to scale. And for those of you guys who have been looking for some specific ideas on how you can run your business without having to be a slave to social media, I can't wait to share some very specific tips and actions that you can take within each of these four key categories that will allow you to think outside the box a little bit in the ways that you can grow your business. So get excited. So ultimately, the goal here is the fact that you would be working your business in each one of these four areas every single day. And rather than having to do tons and tons of actions every single day that leave you feeling overwhelmed or spending too much time in one area because we all have a natural bend or desire to want to focus in one of these four key areas, if you can spend your time really wisely, even if it's just an hour or two a day, focusing on the most impactful items within each of these four areas, you can essentially just do one, maybe two of these in each category a day. And what's great about this is some of them might take an hour, some of them might take 10 minutes, (laughs) but ultimately you can build your schedule around this to where you can be more intentional about how you're spending your time in business. And again, for those of you who are looking to do this without social media, this will be a great way for you to focus on some of the items that you can do each day to grow your business. So what this looks like practically for me is each day I will have a set amount of time that I work my business. And it might be an hour, it might be two hours, might be four hours, just depending on what I have going on that day. But what I'll do is I will take out a notebook and I will draw a, like a cross, like a, like a, like a box with four boxes, but you don't have to draw the outside box necessarily, but just picture like, like a T, like a big cross. And I will write in the top corner, CA, which stands for customer acquisition. In the top right, I will put TA, which stands for team acquisition. And then in the bottom left quadrant, I will write CS, which stands for customer support. And then bottom right would be TS, which stands for team support. And what I do is I select just one to two items and I'll put a little little tiny box like a check mark (laughs) in each of those boxes and I kind of plan the actions that I will do for that day in those specific areas. So I want to preface the action items with how I apply this to my business in a day-to-day fashion. But now let's dive into each of the areas and I'll give you some specific actions you can take in each of them. So the first quadrant is customer acquisition. And Essentially, that's just finding new customers to build your business. So that's finding new business, basically. And social media, this is where we have been spending a lot of time focusing on using and leveraging social media to build a big following or to focus on attraction marketing, to essentially put your product out there in a way and hope that somebody clicks your link or reaches out to you to make a purchase, right? So customer acquisition outside of social media looks a little bit different. It's definitely going to look a lot more intentional. But the cool thing is a lot of these actions don't take a lot of time, but they do build relationship equity with your customers on a greater level than you can do from social media. So, okay, let's let's dive into some specific actions you can take. So the first one's a little bit obvious, but that is meeting with your customers face to face. So essentially that's in person, which in COVID has been a little bit of a challenge, but thankfully things as of now are easing up. So when you're thinking about face-to-face, 
a great way to to do this, especially if you're just getting started in your business, is can you practice on the people who are closest to you? So if you've been leaning on social media and you're wanting to step outside of that box, do you have friends, family, neighbors that you can practice on, practice pitching your product or your idea? Or for me in our business, we play makeup. So <laughs> we'll use language like, can I borrow your face? Will you come over and play makeup this weekend and let me just practice and try out these new colors or these new techniques? And essentially what I'll do is I'll do an in-person demo that is practicing, which is committing to the process of sharing the product that I love with someone who may or may not purchase. But it's a great way for me to learn and grow. And more than likely, they're going to love what I love and they may want to make a purchase as well. So a great way to start with face-to-face, especially if it's been a while since you've done it, is just to practice and ask to demo or borrow some faces or just invite some friends over to learn more about whatever business it is that you offer. Another great way to do this is through doing that in a group. So we love to focus more on an educational component with our makeup. So focusing on a class rather than a party is what typically works a little bit better. But again, you could essentially just invite a group to learn more about your business. So that's a great way to do it. Another thing is lunches, coffee, playdates, if you have kids. That's a great opportunity to chat about and let the people that you're already connected with know what it is that you have to offer. So for me, (laughs) I especially when I started my business, I brought my makeup everywhere. And I can remember doing makeovers in a Mexican restaurant with my friends. And they fell in love with it. And it made it so easy and so fun. and you know, no pressure. And some of them are my customers still to this day. So you can talk about your business at lunch or on vacation. Uh, I'm here in Costa Rica, actually, with some some friends. And one of them, I did her makeup before we went to dinner. So that's another example of a great way just to build that that customer relationship. And, And there was no expectation of her purchasing, but she loved what I shared with her so much that she is planning to make a purchase. So that was a great way to do it. Another in person opportunity for customer acquisition is our trade shows or vendor events. So a trade show is, you've probably been to one before, but that's where you usually have to pay or rent a booth. And it can be a great way to get the word out about your brand or your product or your business. But it's less of a place of trying to acquire customers on the spot, more of a place where you can gather contacts. So you could do a giveaway to gather email addresses or phone numbers. You can get to know people. You can connect with them. And essentially, this is just the foundation for building relationships. So trade shows are great. You just need to manage your expectations that depending on what it is that you are marketing or selling, you might not get a lot of purchases right there on the spot, but it absolutely will build a list that you can communicate with through email, through text message, or again, on a face-to-face basis moving forward. Vendor events are a fabulous way to spread the word about what it is that you have to offer because you're going to be there with other business owners. Essentially, a vendor event is where you've got a group of lots of different types of businesses all in one place showcasing their products. So one of the most common ones that I've experienced would be at like a hair salon or a spa where they will invite different vendors, maybe boutique owners or jewelry designers. 
or even wine distributors to come in and share their products with people in kind of a party-like environment. And it's a great way to not only connect with the customers that are there, but it's also a great way to connect with other entrepreneurs who love to support their friends who are also in business. So I love vendor events for building customer acquisition. So another alternative to social media, but still leveraging the power of the virtual technology world, there are some awesome ways that you can build your customer acquisition by leveraging apps such as Zoom and doing, again, classes or an informational lesson, if you will, or presentation about what it is that you offer. Zoom, you can see face-to-face. It's it's no replacement for that in-person connection, but at least you can feel people's body language. You can actually demo what it is that you're doing, and you can create a group or community around what it is that you have to offer. You can also use Zoom for just one-on-one lessons, if you will, or one-on-one ways to share with someone about what it is that you have to offer. Actually, when I sent out a text message to all of my customers to let them know that I was taking my business offline, one of my sweet customers, Jana, sent me a message saying, hey, I'd love to catch up on Zoom. It's been a while since we've chatted and learn more about what it is that you're doing. And so we did. We hopped on Zoom. We, I sent her my little Calendly link to book into my schedule, which that's a tip we'll, we'll go over <laughs> on another episode. It's a, it's a brilliant way to share your schedule with someone and make it easier on everybody. But Jana booked into my calendar. We booked a Zoom and we caught up with each other and just it had been maybe a couple of years. I think it was even pre-COVID since we had last talked. But come to find out, Jana actually does financial and insurance management for long-term planning. And even though that's something that my husband and I already have set up for our family, it was so good for me to know that this was something that she was doing now. And it's something that if I have a friend who was looking for services in that area, guess who I'm going to think of the next time that comes up? My friend Jana. So this is a beautiful way to leverage an app like Zoom that's totally free to connect with others who may or may not be interested in your business. Another way to leverage virtual platforms is just to pick up the phone and call someone. So you can also text. I always prefer to use your voice, but there's a guy named Dan McCormick who is a legend in our industry. He's amazing, such an incredible, inspiring man. And what he does and has done for many, many years is he'll just kind of scroll down his phone list of people he's connected with throughout his life, and he will just pick up the phone and call them without any intention of getting anything from them, but he'll just pick up the phone and call and connect, ask them how they're doing, how their life has been since they last talked. And that's kind of like what my friend Jana did, right? Like she didn't have any expectation of whether or not I would purchase her services or, hey, you know, if I were selling something, (laughs) she might have been interested in purchasing mine, right? But instead, when you can focus on just building relationships and connecting with other people and just using something that you already have in your hand, like your cell phone, right, (laughs) to do it, it's a brilliant way to connect with other people. Another awesome example would be to email your existing customers or the list that you have collected either from a previous business or from some of the events that you've done in the past. And email is a fabulous way to keep your list updated with all of the things that you have going on in your business right now. So that might be a new product or launch or a new tip or a trick that you learned or just an update in your life that you want to share with your customers in that given week 
or that given month. I have some friends and business uh, owners and business partners that do it monthly. I have some that do it weekly. And it's something that you can just get in a rhythm and a habit of, especially if you're putting it on your quadrant journal each week or each month. It's a fabulous way to communicate with your existing list of potential customers and existing customers. So some other things you can do in this customer acquisition category would be asking for referrals. So if you have a customer that is already a raving fan of your business, reach out to them and ask if they have anybody else that they know that might be interested. If you are in a business like mine where we can do you know, classes and there's generous rewards for someone when they share it with their friends, you can invite them to do that, always sharing kind of what's in it for them. So for me, if I have a customer that loves a product and I know she can get more of it for free by just sharing it with her friends, I am doing her a favor by inviting her to bring some friends along to experience this awesome makeup. So ask your existing customers for referrals. That is a great way to build your customer base. Another example would be a podcast. So as of right this second, I'm not, this isn't something that I'm, you know, marketing a product unless you want to try the makeup, which is a little hard to see through a podcast platform. But certainly if you do have something like coaching or if you, you know, have a product or even gosh, like if you are a fitness personal trainer or if you are a dietitian, you can use something like a podcast to share value with your listeners and they may be interested in purchasing your product just simply for listening to you sharing your heart and your passion about your brand and your mission and your product on a platform like a podcast. Another option outside of social media would be a blog. So same thing, if you have the gift of, of writing and you have a lot of value to share, that's actually how the founder of our company, Kara Brooke, she got started because she had an incredible blog where she would do what she called mommy makeovers. She would take her neighbors and her mom and her sisters and do these beautiful makeovers that would enhance their natural beauty. And it was just such a great way for her to, to provide value for those of us who were looking to kind of up our makeup game. But she did it in a, in a way that we could get to know her, get to know her heart. And when she launched her product, which was a direct-to-consumer at the time when she launched the 3D Foundation, the very first version of it, those of us who already followed her and loved her, we bought it up and she sold out, I think, in that very first launch of her product. So a blog is a great way and they are still going, my friends. And then lastly, another option would be Pinterest. So Pinterest is a place where if you, maybe you already have a lot of assets or pictures or videos that you have already done for your business on social media, but you're kind of feeling like you're a little tired of or burned out, if you will, of trying to lean on social media, posting it on Pinterest, the existing content that you've already created is a great way to build your business. So these are just a few examples of customer acquisition that you can leverage outside of social media. I'm sure you can brainstorm more. And I would love for you guys to head on over, if you haven't already, to the Telegram group that is called Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs. And you can get a link to it by texting podcast to 912-405-8912. And you'll get a link to that group. And I would love for you to share some additional ideas on customer acquisition outside of social media that have worked or are working in your business. But let's move on to the second quadrant, which is team acquisition. So this 
may or may not apply to you, your business model. If you are kind of a one-man show right now, you are going to want to focus more on developing and implementing your systems so that you can scale and grow by acquiring employees or a team. So if you're in network marketing like me, obviously this would be finding distributors to join you in the business. But this can be applied to basically just showing somebody else how to do what it is that you've already done in order to scale and grow your business. So as I've kind of already mentioned, my very favorite way to approach acquiring someone to join you in business on your team or to join you as an employee is to start with your customers. And the reason I say this is they already love your business or your product, right? Like they're already super excited about what it is that you have. And unless you, you know, invite them or ask them, you never know. It might be something that they want to do as well. A beautiful example of this, even outside of the network marketing business, is when I first started my boutique, I was 21 years old and I was working, I think, seven days a week at the time by myself, but I had this fabulous customer and actually vendor. Her name was Jennifer, who she she bought clothes for me, but she also sold these really fun handbags that she made herself. And she would come in with her son at the time, Miller. He actually took his first steps in Bluebell, the name of my shop, but he took his first steps in the store, which was just a really kind of a special memory given that he's like, um, 19 years old, I think now. That's crazy. But anyway, Jennifer was one of my great customers and vendors. And one day I just outright asked her, I said, girl, I need some help. (laughs) Would you be interested in working a couple of days a week? You're already in here. I would love to kind of, you know, pay you to help me out. And I think I even let her bring Miller if if I remember correctly. But it was just a great place to start. So if you're looking to build your team, start with a list of your customers. And you can essentially just go right down that list and think, okay, who would I want to join me in business? Who would I want to help me move my business forward and take it to the next level? And send them a voice message. The power of your voice, or even better, pick up the phone and call them, as I said. They're going to be able to hear the excitement. It's always going to just lend a little bit more power to your desire and your excitement to have them join you. So if you want to, you can invite them something specifically. So you're not necessarily saying, hey, do you want to join me in business? You can say, hey, would you want to hop on a call with my mentor or with um, my team, come in and and meet the existing team and learn a little bit more about how it is that we do the business. And essentially, she's not necessarily committing to joining you in business. She's just committing to learning more about it through sharing an event, like it could be an in-person event, like we used to do what we called Meet Saint. Saint is the name of the company I'm with. And we would do these like meet saint events where I would essentially just invite my customers to come in and learn learn more about the opportunity of becoming a distributor, right? But essentially, you can invite them to an in-person event. You can invite them to a virtual event, like again, on Zoom. Zoom is another powerful way that you can share the power of what it is that your company offers and how it can benefit someone who wants to join your team. And you can also, as I said, invite them to a three-way call or even a a chat. Y'all know I love Telegram and that is a great place where often if someone is interested in learning more about my business, I will invite them over to Telegram. I will introduce them to my amazing mentor or Saint Mama, as I call her. And then it helps them to get to know someone else and they have multiple people they can ask questions to and we can kind of start the process from there. 
but you are going to want to focus on one to two small actions in this team acquisition category each and every day in order to build your business, especially if you are in network marketing. And the third quadrant is customer support. So this one is one that you are not going to want to skip because this, again, is going to lead to repeat business, which is what creates residual income. So this is essentially just checking in with your existing customers, making sure that they love the product, making sure uh, that they don't need help with anything. Again, this is where you might find some team members or some distributors to join you just by checking in with them and starting that process. What's really cool is you can actually automate this. You can use apps like Zapier or MailParser to create automations to where when someone purchases from you, you can set up even like drip campaigns to check in on them a week later, two weeks later. And it's really great because there's so many tech options and we'll dive into an episode around this as well on how you can use tech to automate your customer support. But essentially, you just want to send, again, a voice message, an email, a text, and you just want to continually check in with them. Another example that goes a long way, and this is a little bit old-fashioned, but it's something that has worked for generations, that's a thank you note, just an old-fashioned thank you note that you can send in the mail to your customers to let them know that you appreciate them. Another option we touched on this briefly is you can offer Zoom or FaceTime calls because when you can make sure that they are loving your product, they may want more. I noticed that actually just had an awesome customer that just received her product and she's already ordered some more. And it's because she's gotten an automated email for me that shares some additional products that she might be interested in, right? So you can also use some existing tools and videos. So we have an app with our company that I will up update like three minute videos from myself or even from other artists. We call it the distributors. We call um, each other artists and I will upload these quick videos when someone needs something. So maybe they need a little bit of troubleshooting help or they want a specific application to reference. I can go into that app or you can save. If you don't have an app for your business, you can save it in the notes section of your phone, like quick little YouTube videos where when someone needs help with something, you can just copy and paste and drop that little that little video that's already done and send it over to them. And it takes minutes and you don't have to take the time to record that video. It's something that you can have on hand when and if you need it. So those are just a few of my favorite ways to build your business through using the customer support quadrant. So the final quadrant is the team support quadrant. And this is one that is certainly not to be missed, regardless of what type of business or industry that you you are in as an entrepreneur. But it's also the one where I, it's my favorite. <laughs> this is where I like to spend the most time. And it's where I get the greatest joy. Because as I've told you before, even this podcast for me is a way that I can figure out what's working for others, share with as many people as possible so that they can build their business. And certainly that is my passion with building my network marketing business is helping my team feel amazing when they have wins in their business and also continuing to share what's working with other people. So team support is the last quadrant and there are some amazing ways we have to get a little bit creative that we can show some love <laughs> and support outside of social media. So funny story with that, um, I 
this was the first wrap-up of the month where I typically would do my recognition on my social media and my stories for who had an amazing month the month before. So I would shout out top in sales, the top in rollers, and maybe some new distributors that had joined, some things that just deserve to be shouted out. I would post it on social media. And since I don't have social media anymore for my business, I was like, okay, well, I've got to get a little bit creative. And I love what I decided to do, which was to create a postcard. So I used Canva and I just used um, some set, I guess, dimensions from another app called Postable that allows you to create a postcard or an actual card with any image that exists in the world. It's a brilliant tool for even automating things like celebrating birthdays for your team or for your customers. But Postable, it will basically mail it for you and you can write a note, you can again pick your pictures. So what I did is I went on to Postable, found out the dimensions for their postcard size picture, and I created a graphic. It was just modified from the one I would usually post on my stories. I love that Canva has the magic resize option. So I just magic resized it, moved some things around, and I created a postcard. I emailed my, my company and asked if I could have the addresses for the leaders that were on the list or for the gals that deserved to be shouted out. And now I have those addresses saved, so I'll always have them, right? And I sent them a little postcard. And guess what? If they, like many of them, are building their businesses on social media, and if they're doing that, they can snap a picture, post it to their stories, and it's going to feel like a unique or a different way, right, that that someone shouted them out. But I think, and I I can't wait to hear from some of them as they just are receiving them this week. But I think that when they get them in the mail, <laughs> they're going to feel so special, right? Because it's something different. It's something unexpected. And it's a way that you can surprise and delight. And again, it's something that doesn't have to be on social media. So we do have to get a little bit creative with, with some of this. Um, but again, using amazing technology like that postable to send cards um, or another one I received a little box from a friend at a recent leadership retreat. Her name's Kelly, and she was so sweet. She sent me the cutest little adorable happy little box of happy with some bath salts and some popcorn and a cute little note that just thanked me for my time. And it just was such a way that made me feel so special and it was so unique. And I just thought it was seriously awesome. So get creative. There are lots of ways that you can show some love to your team. So another example was my husband. He has three employees, and they're totally different than, than the girly side of the makeup world that I'm into. He owns a pond management business, but he actually took all of his employees fishing the other day, and I just thought it was such a great way to show them support. And I thought, wow, what an amazing way to spend a working Wednesday was to take out the people who are invested each and every day in their business to do something fun together. And they will be with him. They will love him for, for doing that. Now, you might be like me that that might not be the best way to recognize it, but doing a retreat or a get together or just taking your team out to dinner or ordering in pizza after work one day, if you're in a physical brick and mortar store, these are all things that can absolutely take your business to the next level just by simply helping the people on your team feel appreciated. So you're always going to look for opportunities to congratulate wins. I have an entire recognition episode. I believe it's episode seven. So you can check that episode out if you want some ideas on how to show your team some love. 
and how it can create momentum in your business just by just shouting people out for doing some amazing things, right? So I want you to also think about ways that you can surprise and delight, right? So you can also create fun team incentives. So again, it could be done weekly, it could be done monthly. I, for those of you who are like me, who are goal getters, high achievers, I can remember working for Victoria's Secret and I wanted to be the one that brought on the most angel card members, which is so funny because now I, I don't even have a credit card. I don't believe in building debt, but it's it's crazy to me to think that I was motivated by the little chart in the back office that was tracking the number of angel cards that, that those of us that were stylists at the time brought on. And so doing something fun like that, like tracking the number um, of of items sold by your team or doing a little mid-month update. These are all really helpful ways that can make people feel amazing. It can kind of bring out that competitive spirit in people who are motivated and inspired by that. And it can build tremendous momentum within your business. So look for ways to create some fun little team incentives for the week, the month, or even a season in your business. And on that note, you can even do a retreat as an incentive or just a, re- a retreat as a get-together. I've done them both ways, and I'm telling you the power of in-person events. I think if I could pinpoint one one thing that has moved my business forward the most, I have to say that it is the incentive retreats that I've done for my leaders and for my team throughout the years, especially when I look back at the ones that were at the very first one that I did in the mountains. I used a family um, home that was available to me just for the cleaning fee. We snuggled up in this cute cabin up in the mountains. We It was super casual. We shared what was working with us in our business. We had a, amazing food, just like little easy casseroles. And <laughs> we kept it really simple. But getting connected with other people from the team, learning what was working from them and continuing that momentum by, you know, all of us being closer to the buyer by being connected in that physical way. It was so powerful and it's something that I will continue to do again and again and again. So the power of in-person retreats is definitely something you should be leveraging for your business regardless of what business model you are in. You can also, again, if in-person is a little bit difficult or it can be expensive and if everybody's spread out across the country, you can do Zoom. You Zoom again and you can do weekly or monthly calls. Sometimes they can be business related. Sometimes they can be fun. Like you can just um, hop on and have coffee, or maybe even do just like a monthly touch base with everyone to let everybody know what's going on. But just finding ways to keep people close to the fire is a brilliant way to move your business forward. But the goal with this team support is to connect with in small ways, just small, simple conversations. Again, could be a voice message, could be a text, could be a Zoom, but just small ways that you can encourage the people who are helping you to build your business and do a little bit of that each and every day and you will see forward momentum in your business. Okay, so hopefully, I know this is a little bit of a longer episode, but this hopefully is giving you some ideas uh, to spark that fire for how you can build your business off social media. But just know that the, the, bigger, the bigger tip within this is that simple cross, that simple just draw a straight line straight vertical line, straight horizontal line, and focus on just a couple of things that are relevant to your business model each and every day in the areas of customer acquisition, customer support, team acquisition, and team support. And my friends, it will take your business so far, I can promise you, because it's been amazing for me. 
So your homework, and you know, I leave you each and every episode with some clear action steps that will help you grow your business. And the first one is going to be do this this week. So break out a notebook. Uh, you can, well, I'm, I'm actually, you know what? I'll find a, a blank printable that I will link in the show notes for you guys for this. Just a simple little PDF that you can go into the show notes and uh, it should, should work for you to link it totally for free that you can print off. I personally find it to be easiest just to bust out a notebook and just literally draw that cross. And I want you to put two things, just two little check boxes of small action steps that you can do each day this week on that piece of paper. And I want you to go back at, you know, through at the end of the week and see where are you spending the most of your time? Like, are you stuck in one quadrant? Are you completely eliminating another quadrant in your business? And where do you need to kind of focus and spend more of your time, right? And the cool thing about this is at the end of the day, when you have done this and you have focused on just a few things that will create more momentum in your business, you can lay your head on the pillow at night and you can feel that you have done all that you needed to do in that particular day to move your business forward. And you're going to feel amazing. And those of you who are building your business off of social media, Uh, that's the second part of this homework is I want you to pick something to do each day off of social. So if you're kind of transitioning, that's totally fine. Just pick something that steps outside your comfort zone, like we talked about on the last episode, that might be an in-person demo. It might be picking up the phone and calling someone, right? Might be planning a retreat for your team. But pick one thing in each quadrant each day that doesn't have anything to do with social media and just try it out. See, does it convert for you? Do you enjoy it? Does it, does it bring your business forward? I know my, my, uh, my friend and business partner, Michelle was so excited because she's having a record month early on in the month, just by trying some things that she had not done before and kind of stepping outside her comfort zone. So I'm telling you guys, this works and I can't wait to hear how it works for you. So don't forget to get plugged into that telegram community You can text podcast to 912-405-8912. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found value from this episode, it would mean the world for you to leave me a review or even better, click those three little dots on the bottom of your screen to share with a friend. Sending you hugs and gratitude. Have a great week.